If you want to get stuff done, then you have come to the right place. This is the Get Stuff Done podcast, brought to you in association with RDI Worldwide, a weekly interview series with prominent and diverse people from around the world who will share their own unique insights on what it takes to get stuff done and their personal strategies for doing so. My name is Gordon Dudley, the creator of the Get Stuff Done project and host of this podcast. Thank you so much for being with us. We hope you enjoy this episode and would love to hear your feedback anytime. Let's get stuff done. Hey, everybody. This is Gordon, your host for the Get Stuff Done podcast, back with you for another episode, as we do every week. And today, having already interviewed more than 10 different guests, I wanted to take a quick moment to reflect on the fantastic topics that we have been able to cover in the last 10 plus episodes. So the Get Stuff Done podcast is really about trying to share insights from people who know how to get stuff done, have been getting stuff done, and their own personal techniques and tips for doing that, whether that is uh, in the context of leadership, self-leadership, or, uh, of course, in global management, or even just um, in a personal way in the work life uh, that we lead in and outside of our careers. And I'm sure you'll agree that the diversity of guests has been very good so far. I've been pleasantly surprised with the insights that have come out, and I wanted to share just a few of those with you today. So I'm going to go through one by one in relatively uh, quick fire the main takeaways that I've had from each of my guests uh, episodes so far on the Get Stuff Done podcast. Once again, thank you, everyone, for listening. Let's get started. So my first guest that I had uh, from outside of RTI was Naya Jang. And in that episode, we learned about the journey that you can go on when you fail and you need to restart. And one of the key things that I took away from Naya and uh, the conversation I had with her is that you shouldn't give up. And even if you fail um, the first time or even multiple times, there is always a way to reinvent yourself. And I would go so far as to say that Naya did that reinvention in a very special way. She actually went, so to speak, up the uh, supply chain, the value stream of the startup ecosystem and uh, was able uh, and is able, is still in what she does, to be able to provide value to other startups, which is something that is incredibly necessary to help uh, startups along the way. And so she shared with us how it was not easy to to get back uh, up again and to restart, but she had that courage. She had that uh, ability to to do that, and uh, now she's thriving. I've just recently seen her over uh, in America at CES convention, um, so I wish her all the best. The next guest I had was Joe Tofield from LinguaLearn based in Singapore. And Joe really um, had a very unique story about his early career where he went into something that he had no previous background in and something that he really felt he was not well um, trained for or, or at least not prepared for. And in fact, he found it very difficult, but he stuck at it. He brought out resilience that uh, able, enabled him to get through that particular challenge and overcome. And now years later, he sees how working overseas in that challenging environment in something that was not natural for him was very rewarding and was a step along the way in his journey 
to be able to be the accomplished uh, businessman that he now is. And that was quite inspirational, especially to be doing that in a foreign country um, where uh, everything was uh, new to him. Next uh, in the episode, I, episode, I interviewed uh, Travis Bennett, uh, who is uh, currently the COO at Do A Circle. And uh, he also told us about the multiple stages of his career being in lots of different roles and how that really affected him as in regards to being a good role model for his children. He actually told us about how as a family where both parents are working, how they are able to balance that and how over the, the years uh, since they've had children that they have at times made compromises for one or for the other in order to make sure that both can be successful and also satisfied in their work. And that's, I think, maybe one of the unique uh, moments that came out through the podcast so far is this uh, matter of compromise which is very important if we're working with people and over the long run, um, making compromises can uh, very much win the support of your of your network and those around you. After that, I had the pleasure of interviewing Sandra Benson, based in the US and an accomplished executive uh, in the construction industry. She has forged a path um, as a female executive in a non-typical industry. And she had some really practical advice for us. And if you didn't get a chance to catch it, I suggest go back and give it another listen because she had some really practical advice uh, around how to, um, you know, keep yourself productive, not get distractions. But I think the main message for me uh, that she gave was about the leadership of others. Um, she explained how she has a tailored approach to each uh, person that she manages, and that allows her to be more effective as a leader. By understanding her direct reports better and at a deeper level, she can uh, be able to manage them better in order to appeal to their motivations, to make sure that expectations are aligned. And overall, this has uh, clearly led to a phenomenal amount of success for her. Uh, next, I talked to Stephen Park, the co-founder of Asian Boss. Now, Stephen was an interesting guest because he was telling us about his mission-driven company uh, that he is leading, that he has been on a, uh, a mission, so to speak, for the last 10 years uh, with Asian Boss uh, to provide an alternative voice uh, with regards to uh, issues in Asia. And he also um, shared with us about how it has not been easy. At times, there have been immense challenges, times when he wanted to give up. And really, the takeaway message that he uh, gave to me or that I took from him is the importance of why. He spoke about, uh, he mentioned Simon Sinek, of course, uh, knowing your why. But more importantly, knowing your own why is also sharing that why with the others in your organization. If you are able to communicate clearly the why of the organization, whether that's a team, a department, a division, uh, a branch, or an entire subsidiary, or even company, 
then you can instill and inspire much greater performance from everybody because at the times when things are tough, when things, when people are doing maybe tasks that they do not necessarily enjoy as much as others, if they have a clear why, they will be able to sustain. It develops a certain grit and resilience that allows you to sustain what you're doing over a longer time. And that's definitely something that I have uh, tried to do um, with my company um, over the last seven, eight years, um, although I probably could do a lot more um, in that uh, in that way as well. After Stephen, we talked with Ashwin. Ashwin has really uh, been a, a complete, uh, amazing example of of how to set up a business, identify a problem, go to market, and then um, keep iterating it, and even moving on to to uh, even better versions uh, through the experience of identifying a problem that came up in in the first business. It's all been possible for him through a very thorough tech driven approach. He is somebody who is continuously testing new tools, continuously sharing uh, new products and software that he has come across that is being developed, is coming out and uh, is being launched. And that allows him to um, be able to be cutting edge and be able to beat the competition. And that's clear clear from his track record in a relatively short space of time since COVID to be able to set up a business, grow it, sell it, move on to a second, um, which is also now thriving and growing ex incredibly fast. So uh, another great example of um, getting stuff done. After that, I had the pleasure of talking with Pankaj Agrawal, the CEO and founder of TagHive, an edutech company. And I think uh, for, for that conversation, um, a lot of people told me they enjoyed how Pankaj uh, sets his mindset. He has a very high level of mental control in his daily, weekly, monthly schedule. And I think that has allowed him through finding the right balance of mental control to be able to get uh, to accomplish so much in short, such a short space of time. And it's absolutely fantastic. He's clearly uh, found his own personal sweet spot in, in how to operate at an incredibly effective, efficient uh, level. And, uh, and he keeps doing it. So if you want to hear those personal techniques, definitely give that one a listen. Then I had the uh, chance to talk with uh, Leo uh, from Lufthansa. Uh, he is somebody who has worked all over the world in uh, multiple uh, different countries, multiple different uh, parts of his uh, major uh, international company. And as a leader for so long, he has had a front seat at how to manage people in different cultures. And that's something that I think is the takeaway for me from that episode. He has a cultural empathy that he brings to each um, situation. He understands that what works in one country does not work in another. And that agility is what allows, has allowed him to be a successful sea level um, for so long and continue to be so. So um, a big respect to Leo for um, developing that uh, element of his leadership uh, toolkit. And then uh, a few weeks ago, I had the chance to chat with Charles Ferguson, uh, regional um, APAC leader for Globalization Partners. And Charles really had 
uh, clearly thought very clearly and specifically about leadership, about personal management, about effectiveness. And if you like getting stuff done, we talked about the acronyms that uh, we have, GSD, Get Stuff Done, and also one of the acronyms that he has developed as himself, which is PEACE. That was passion, empowerment, authenticity, celebration, and engagement to be peace. And that is his uh, kind of playbook for uh, ensuring that he is an effective leader. And he communicates that very clearly uh, with the people he manages in order that they are uh, on the same page with the expectations uh, that he has. And that was really meaningful. Um, I honestly ran out of time uh, talking with Charles. I think we could have talked for a lot longer. And the last episode, uh, just last week, with uh, Nicola Weir, partner at Deloitte here in Seoul, who also uh, gave us some really great insights about um, her personal leadership style. She mentioned four things, empathy, the power of network, the 80-20, meaning that we should strive for quality, but not always necessarily perfection. And finally, trust, uh, the trust in others to get stuff done. You can't do everything yourself. And I think those four key elements of her leadership style that she explained were very meaningful uh, for me. And I, I, I fully agree. And so with all that being said, you know, there are some uh, very diverse opinions and uh, stories that have been shared, but also some commonalities. I think one of the clear themes that has come out um, over the last uh, episode since uh, we started the podcast is that empathy is really on the top of the agenda for uh, being an effective leader. And empathy can be a little bit overused. It's maybe a word that has already adopted a bit of a buzzword kind of uh, status but it really is meaningful. Whether that's a situational leadership, whether that's a cultural empathy, or it's really just engaging with people on a personal level to actually uh, know the people you're working with a little bit better than just um, who you see um, sitting at a computer um, in front of you. That can go a long way uh, to understand them. And it's definitely something that I adopt in, uh, in my work when I am interviewing candidates on behalf of my clients, then I want to understand what motivates them. What is it that they are looking for in their job, in their career? What would be some of the absolute must-haves that they uh, want when it comes to a new role or a new position? and the priority of those. And that's always some of the key questions that, that I ask to try to understand even people that I haven't met, um, you know, directly face to face. Um, but I, I use that um, as much as possible in, in the work that I do. So with that, um, I would like to wrap up this short uh, summary. Uh, I thought it would, uh, since we've been running the, 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 the podcast for a couple of months, just to give a quick uh, summary uh, takeaway of the previous episodes and the wonderful guests that I've had a chance to speak to. I have uh, now uh, also a, a great range of new guests lined up in the coming weeks. We're going to be going into the Lunar New Year uh, next week um, with a holiday uh, here, but um, we'll still be putting out an episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 
If you haven't had a chance to subscribe, uh, I would be eternally grateful if you did so, whatever platform you're listening. Thank you so much and all the best in getting stuff done. Thank you for listening to the Get Stuff Done podcast. If you would like to be a guest in the future, please do reach out. Or if you would like to recommend someone, that would be awesome as well. Make sure you keep listening as we will be bringing you fresh insights every week because getting stuff done is something everyone needs.